If you're an indie musician trying to build a following and to make some money from your music, you probably think you need to say yes to every gig that comes your way. It's easy to say yes to a gig just to get something on your calendar and feel like you're making progress. Even if you're not excited about the gig, you feel like it's not a good fit or the pay feels insulting. I get it, it's so much easier to say yes than no, especially in the early stages of your career. You don't want to disappoint people or act like you're too good for what they're offering. Logically, it makes sense to say yes when someone gives you an opportunity, right? But have you ever thought about what that opportunity is costing you? Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Bree Noble, and I want to thank you for joining me for the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And on today's episode, I am talking about something that I think affects pretty much all of you, and that is getting better gigs. How can you attract better gigs, fill up your calendar with better gigs, and stop taking gigs that frankly, you really shouldn't be taking. So many times, you know, we take a gig because someone offers it to us and we feel obliged or we're like, you know, we don't have anything better on the calendar. So we take this gig and then we start to feel really annoyed about it. Like, oh, this is not going to be worth it. This is going to be a lot of work and I'm not getting paid very much. And You know, I took it because someone told me that I should do it for exposure reasons, but now I'm kind of resenting it. So I want to talk about how we can actually start getting better gigs and that we can really start attracting better, higher level gigs by saying no to more of these undesirable kinds of gigs. But before we get into that, since you are listening to this podcast, I want to introduce you to another podcast that I think you'll really love. A friend of mine, Tiffany Van Boxtel, runs the Star Singer podcast. And I was on her podcast a few months ago, and she's just super awesome. She's a great friend, and she loves to help singers give better performances. So let me tell you a little bit about her podcast. The Star Singer podcast features interviews with experts in vocal science, singing technique, performance tips, mindset, music industry, and more. Everything in this podcast is focused on helping you to become the star singer that you were meant to be. So if you want to give amazing singing performances that connect and captivate your audience and make a difference with your music, then you have to check out the Star Singer podcast with Tiffany Van Boxtel at starsinger.co or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or 
follow on Spotify. So wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, just go into the podcast app you're using and subscribe to the Star Singer podcast. It's that easy and you can start listening to her episodes right away. She's got a huge back catalog, so go check those out as well. And of course, becoming a better singer and giving better performances is very relevant to what we're talking about today. That will also help you get better gigs, but I want you to think about the fact that saying no to more gigs really is going to help you get better gigs. And I'll explain how that works in several ways on this episode. And I did make a video of this. If you prefer to watch video, you can go over to youtube.com slash Noble and subscribe to my channel there and watch all my videos, including this one. Or you can just keep listening. Here we go. If you're an indie musician trying to build a following and to make some money from your music, you probably think you need to say yes to every gig that comes your way. It's easy to say yes to a gig just to get something on your calendar and feel like you're making progress. Even if you're not excited about the gig, you feel like it's not a good fit or the pay feels insulting. I get it. It's so much easier to say yes than no, especially in the early stages of your career. You don't want to disappoint people or act like you're too good for what they're offering. Logically, it makes sense to say yes when someone gives you an opportunity, right? But have you ever thought about what that opportunity is costing you? As independent musicians, we're told that exposure is key, especially when we're first starting out. In fact, we're taught to think of it as a kind of currency. And we're competing against other musicians who've been conditioned in the same way and think of exposure as currency and so don't ask for the kinds of fees that they really do deserve, which drives down the prices that venues are willing to pay. This exposure as currency effect floods the market with a ton of undesirable gigs. And if we say yes to them, then we'll have a lot less time to get more gigs that are a better fit and that will pay us what we're worth. If we fill up our calendar with these undesirable gigs, we'll be too busy to up-level our game by making better contacts, pursuing better gigs, and actually being able to focus on things that are going to move our career forward. It's a vicious cycle. And the gigs that you do get will be exhausting and unfulfilling. You'll probably start to resent even having to do them. Do you think that this will have a negative effect on your whole career outlook? The negative energy created by resentment and burnout will definitely not help you get more high-level gigs. In fact, it will repel them. Have you ever noticed that when somebody applies for a job who already has a job, they're much more likely to get hired? That's because they can approach the interview with much more confidence and poise because they know they already have a job, that a reputable employer has already hired them, and they don't need this job. So they don't come off as desperate, and that is much more attractive. On the other hand, a job applicant who's been out of work or who works a low-paying job or multiple jobs is likely to come across as resentful, negative, and desperate. When they give off this vibe, they become undesirable, even if they're just as talented as the other applicant. It's not right or wrong, it's just human nature. 
In the same way, once you've been paid a certain fee for a gig, it's much easier to ask for that amount again. The first time that I was paid $1,000 for a gig, I started thinking of myself in a totally different league. I was finally able to say no to gigs that were free or low paying. I had the backbone to not accept gigs that didn't serve me. Now I'm not saying that you should never take free or low paying gigs, especially in the beginning. We've all been there. But you've got to be strategic. You need to know your why for every yes that you give to a gig. You need to know that that gig is going to serve you in some way. And you need to know the opportunity cost for taking that gig. The opportunity cost of time and energy that that gig is going to cost you. And if that works for you, then take that gig. But just remember that every no that you say for the wrong gig is an invitation for the right gig to come along. The next step is to start approaching venues as an artist who's already being paid what she's worth. Now, if you're not there yet, I'm not telling you to be deceptive. If you truly believe in your talent, you'll know that you're going to get there. And so you can start showing up as your future self. If you show up right now with the confidence of your future self, then you're going to attract better gigs. If you're wondering what skills you need to start commanding higher fees for your gigs, or what kind of venues you should be approaching based upon what stage of your music career growth that you're in, I cover all this and more in my free masterclass at musiciansprofitpath.com. It's free, so go register right now. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.